0: Welcome into the Save My Nostalgia Podcast. I'm Noah Groninger, alongside Clint Schweitzer. And you know, Clint, you don't have to be 18 to get into some of the hottest nightclubs in California. You could be 54. Who could pass up a night at the attic? I mean, everyone goes there, and yes, Clint, unfortunately everyone does, including our now good friend, but resident frat boy, Babe Steeler, and our guest on today's podcast, Jeff Hunter, a.k.a. Patrick Muldoon. I cannot wait to bring Patrick Muldoon on for one last time. We were able to do
1: this interview in three parts. And in fact, this one we've saved the best for last. Um, he's going to be coming on at the end of this episode to talk about uh, his, um, well, we'll call it his sort of a parting of the ways with Kelly, which will take place at the end here. And we're going to bring him on to reenact the scene with you playing Kelly. Couldn't think of a better person to play Kelly uh, in, a, in reciting a scene. And um, you guys are going to do that yeah, here in just a little bit. We're going to get to that. But we open fake IDs, which I'm just going to preface this by saying this is literally might be my favorite episode of *Stay by the Bell. Uh, I know we've talked about a bunch of them. Well, we've talked about a lot of them being possibilities. We've talked about the fabulous Belding Boys, Breaking Up is Hard to Undo, The Last Dance, which was we analyzed to death. But this one, as far as fun, getting the gang out of their element, they're going to a different set, they're going out on the town, I love this episode. I'm a shill for this. And we open with the gay, the, the guys talking about uh, photography class and trying to find inspiration. Uh, Slater says some dumb thing about he saw these beautiful butterflies fluttering over delicate white roses. Um, Zach is still waiting for the right inspiration. And hello, inspiration, the hottest girl I've ever seen wearing a USC shirt and that's saying something, walks in the max. Her name's Danielle, and they hit it off immediately immediately. Now, why isn't Jeff Hunter, Patrick Muldoon, dating this girl, who clearly goes to USC, the place he played football at, but unfortunately it's not the place that Jeff Hunter, his character, goes to school. That's UCLA, so we have all sorts of problems
0: here. We really do, but uh, Zach helps her change attire, and they plan to meet at the attic in over-18 dance clubs. So um, how are they going to get in there? Well, they're taking this photography class, and of course Screech, Obviously, just already knows how to make fake IDs. And so he makes some for the guys and makes Zach, yes, in only Screech fashion, the only way that Screech can do. Make Zach 54 years old, and that's what I referenced there in the intro. And so somehow, Zach is going to have to pass for 54 years old to get into this nightclub. But to get in, the guys have to come up with this elaborate plan of all saying that they're spending the night at other people's houses. But the guys, they all spend the night at Zach's. And his mom is in there checking for girls around the room. She leaves them. And they inflate dummies in their sleeping bags and head off to the attic. A very elaborate plan. Sounds like an expensive plan. They've got to get sleeping bags. They've got to buy these inflatable dummies. So they're going all out so that they can go party at the attic.
1: Well, it's great to see Melody Rogers as Zach's mom. Coming back uh, for this episode, we saw her in Home for Christmas. We talked about that in season three. Um, We don't, you know, get to see her a lot. And uh, we tried to get her on the show several times. And we have not been able to get a hold of uh, Melody Rogers. But, um, you know, here's hoping someday. But um, I do love the element of them. I just like the whole way it plays out with them wearing, like, their pajamas. And she comes in and gives them cookies and says, anything for my boys. It's just like you get a feeling that they're all very tight-knit. And that they stay there a lot. And they're just a very good friends. And this friendships have blossomed over the years. And they're just having a uh, a night at uh, Zach's house. But like you said, they're not staying at Zach's. They are going to the attic. They're waiting in this line. And it's like we've never seen this set before. They're outside and at night, outside this club. And there's like this uh, tough-looking bouncer. And he kicks somebody out of line. Says he can spot a fake ID a mile away. But yet the guys get in. And uh, Screech hilariously gets picked up by this gigantic fat woman named Reggie. And she says, relax, this hunk's with me. And they're <laughs> great stuff. They head into the attic. And it's just one of those moments frozen in time for me because they're so out of their element here. And I love it.
0: Well, they are out of their element. And one person who's just out of his own character element and is this is just this blew me away when I saw it. It blows me away now that I'm watching it again at 35 years old. Slater is out there showing these girls pictures of him and Jesse at Disneyland, her kindergarten tap dance picture. Like, why does he have that? What is going on with Slater right now that he is a Jesse shill? He cannot enjoy himself at the attic. He can't be around these other hot girls dancing. We've seen him uh, with the Buddy Bands commercial. He's got great moves, and he just cannot get on the dance floor and do anything about it because all he is thinking about doing is showing pictures of jesse as a child i I just it blows my mind what has happened to slater so zach's meeting up with danielle the girl from the uh
1: from the max early in the episode where he helps her fix fix a flat tire and she says we'll discuss your fee later which is kissing zach immediately when they see each other uh only their second meeting and she's brought some ugly friends with her. You mentioned him, Slater, showing her, showing her the ugly tap, dan- the uh, Jesse's tap dancing picture. Exactly why this is sort of typical of hot chicks. A lot of attractive women that I know surround themselves with more unattractive women. It makes them look better. I think this is very typical. Women travel in packs. They are she-wolves. They can't be trusted. And Danielle's toting around some, uh, you know, some LA threes, which is like, you know, a Kansas City, Missouri, eight or nine, but still, you know, in LA, no, not, not working for me. Screech, but the, okay. So my favorite element of all this is Screech and Reggie. Can you just take us into that a little bit? Cause I'm such a fan of Screech and Reggie.
0: Why do they call you bouncers? You don't really bounce people, do you? Sometimes.
1: It's all right, Joey. It's hugs with me. I,
0: I am? <laughs> Wanting to say so, Richie. But I'm not. Come on, go on in. Guys, help. <laughs> yeah, uh, what does Screech go by? Is it Donnie? Donnie. Yes, Screech is Donnie, and he is running away from her at all costs, hiding underneath the table, that has the guys kicking him to get out from the table because uh, they are looking childish and immature with Screech. First of all, wearing this gigantic, like, beard. that looks like he's freaking <laughs> ZZ Top. I don't know what the heck he is doing out there. But Donnie, he probably made himself 77 on his fake ID. That's probably what happened. And so he's got this gigantic beard hiding under tables. But Reggie, of course, is just, she's nonstop. She's going to find him. And she finds him. She's flinging him around there like a rag doll. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It is just like uh, Peter Engel once said, just referring to Dustin Diamond and his comedic genius.
1: Uh, Reggie is like headbanging while flinging him around like a rag doll. I I don't. Something about that like always stands out in my mind as a kid, seeing the the way that she. She's like just flinging her hair back and forth and the head banging while he's just being flung around. I'm a, I'm a fan of it. But- well, be-
0: yeah. Before the guys leave, they see Jeff dancing yes. out there, but uh, it's not like, Oh, well, Kelly heard about this too, somehow. And she got a fake ID. No, no, no. It's uh he's dancing at the attic, but not with Kelly and he kisses the girl. So this isn't just, Oh, just two friends out dancing. We see him right now and he's cheating and the, the gang is left with what to do. What what do we do? Do we tell her who tells her what happens from here?
1: I would have spray painted Jeff Hunter is scum on her locker, but that's just me. Um, <laughs> and It's so funny because we assume that this is all taking place on a weekend, right? Of course, it has to be. They're out at a dance club no, 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 they're back in school the next morning and falling asleep in class. I'm like, can we give these kids for once a weekend? But no, because of the writing, because of the strict style, they have to get them back in school to help move plot points, of course. So they're back in school. Mr. Belding is their photography teacher, showing them slides of uh, he and Mrs. B's trip uh, to San Diego. They ask why uh, Mrs. B is, uh, is what why she's doing what she's doing. Basically, um... Kelly refers to Mrs. B being Shamu in a certain slide. And um, Mr. Belding says, I can take a hint, but notice the use of shadow and light, which wakes up the guys who are asleep from their night of partying. And I always love the line that Zach gives here, which is, yes, yes, uh, Shamu has an overbite. What? He even says what out loud. Like, what am I saying?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What is going on? Where am I? What year is it? I thought I was still at the attic. No, no. I am here in photography class that is somehow, some ways, some reason being taught by Mr. Building, the principal of the school.
1: Yeah. No, no, makes no sense. But I also love the fact that uh they kind of admit to the rest of the gang that they went to the attic and Screech says, Oh, you don't you c- can get into one of the get into the attic with one of these babies and like p- p- flashes his fake ID, so of course the plan is foiled. They were like, oh, you got to be 18 to get into the attic, and Screech proclaims, "Not true. You could be 54."
0: <laughs> yeah, Lisa uh, says, "Cool. I want one of those." And of course, Jesse's gotta just rag on everyone and be the downer in the group, and just what you can get in a lot of trouble for that. You you guys can't do that. And uh, but they finally decide uh, they let the kind of let the cat out of the bag there. That uh, Lisa says, "Oh, everyone goes to the attic," and Screeches, "Yeah, even Jeff." And so that's it. That's it. And uh, Lisa and Jesse, once again, now they're uh, on Zach's side, and they're they're turning against Jeff. They were just friends with him at Lisa's Sweet Sixteen, and now they're not again. They're saying that sleazy slime ball, and and who's somebody's got to tell Kelly? Who's it going to be? And everyone looks at Zach, and so Zach. I don't. How is Zach coined to do this? Like. They broke yeah. up. Obviously, Kelly's going to blame, accuse him of being jealous, and that's exactly what happens here. So it needs to be Jesse or Lisa or both of them going to Kelly and telling them that. Maybe Slater because
1: Slater, Screech, and Zach were the only ones that were there and saw it, so it needed to probably be one of them. But uh, Kelly becomes really defensive, lashes out at Zach. Um, and then following that, Jeff is going to blow Kelly off for their date Saturday night, thus kind of reassuring us that, yes, Jeff is cheating and he's going out with this other girl and he's blowing Kelly off now. So the next scene to me, oh my gosh. So Zach, Zach's mom's going to invite him to a Peter, Paul and Mary concert and he turns it down. Oh, what is he doing? Puff the magic dragon. <laughs> He why he turns down um, this because he's gonna have he has another meet up with Danielle planned. It's weird because in all of this with the Jeff and Kelly and stuff going on and trying to get fake IDs for the rest of the gang, it's like we get kind of lost to me that like Zach is trying to date this Danielle girl. It's almost like it takes quite a backseat to me here. Um, but Screech winds up um, admitting to Kelly that he saw Jeff with this other girl. Now the gang devise a plan to try to catch Jeff in the act to try to thwart this and show Kelly. Um, and as they're at the attic, um, Zach is driving everybody nuts because Danielle is late and he can't find her. and He's like, where is she? What's happening? Reggie is back and hot for Donnie's bod. And again, the hilarious dancing and headbanging continues. Donnie, I've been looking everywhere for you. Um, and now um, Zach's mom, who's bringing him his, senior, his uh, souvenir from the concert. The phone rings, of course. It's Danielle saying she's going to be late. And uh, his mom's now clued into the plan. He's supposed to be sleeping at Slater's, but we have more hijinks, Noah.
0: We absolutely do. I mean, now the cat's out of the bag that Zach is at the attic and his mom has found out. And uh, I love that she comes back from the Peter, Paul and Mary concert and thinks Zach will like this poster that she's got him. Uh, that he'll hang it up. He does have other posts. He's got a UB40 poster up on his wall. So maybe she just thinks, he, oh, he likes posters and music. So that, perfect. This He'll love it. But they're at the attic. And Lisa spots Jeff with that same girl and says, yes, Kelly, unfortunately, everybody comes here. And turns her around. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of a an emotional part for me to know that... Now, Kelly's going to be hurt. And she had built Jeff up into this great college guy, great guy that she's seeing, and this, this probably like love of her life. That I mean, she left Zach for him and she thought he was the love of her life. And, and now she's going to have to go through kind of what Zach went through, but uh, really in a worse way like seeing them physically there, seeing Jeff with this other girl. And Kelly's got to go and and face the music and then deal with the aftermath of that, to use a word from uh, the past episode.
1: Well, let's do that right now because we have a special treat for you. Of course, we've had Patrick Muldoon join us on our previous two episodes, which he was uh, in both of those. And now it's time to say goodbye to our good friend Patrick Muldoon. Great guy. Hilarious guy. Just so cool. I mean, guy, guy played football at USC. Uh, great actor he's uh you've been in a lot of stuff you've seen him in this um real housewives of beverly hills uh, he's friends with denise richards and, and uh, lisa renna and i think dated him both at the same time or something uh, <laughs> anyway uh we got to bring him in to, to bid adieu to jeff hunter the character and um noah you are going to play the role of kelly and we're going to bring in patrick muldoon to play uh his jeff role and we're going to um, go ahead and end this relationship with jeff and kelly
0: Hi, can I cut in?
1: Uh Kelly. Uh <laughs> Hi. Hi, Kelly. Wow. What are you doing here?
0: I'd ask you the same thing, but I already know the answer. Why, Jeff?
1: I mean, what come on, Kelly. I mean it's you know, it's it's not like we're going steady or anything. I mean, uh I mean I do I do like you a lot and you're very attractive and, and very hot and You're much hotter than the girl I'm dancing with, but. (laughs) I broke up with a great guy for you. (laughs) Well, you know, Kelly, you're, you're very special to me, but I guess I'm just not ready for a commitment right now. You know, I'm
0: sorry. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. I fell for a dishonest jerk like you. Goodbye.
1: (laughs) No, come back. Kelly, (laughs) don't leave. If you leave, people are going to hate me for 28 years. Please come back. (laughs) (laughs) well there it is we say goodbye to Jeff Hunter you did an admirable job playing Kelly and now our hands are washed of Jeff's Patrick Muldoon it took 16 years to make this interview happen and uh, now we say goodbye and thank you to Patrick Muldoon for being a good sport
0: absolutely a great sport Uh, takes it all in stride he's has great humor about it and just doing that scene with us and and, uh, kind of going off script there a little bit and kind of what I should have said theater as we've seen in Say by the Bell. Uh, but after that, Zach confronts Kelly and Kelly says, well, I guess I should erase all those bad things I wrote about you in my diary. Zach's like, well, that'd be nice. And she says, uh, I'll be okay after a few minutes of screaming in the ladies' room. And then she walks off. So, uh, apparently she's not too down about it. Just a few minutes of screaming in the ladies' room and then she'll be good to go and, uh, probably thinks she can just hop right back into a relationship with Zach.
1: <laughs> okay so you're talking about that of course which is a key tie up but I'm focused on the fact that in the midst of all this uh, drama some guy tried to pick a fight with Screech and Reggie is out back taking care of him
0: hey what happened to your big bad babe some guy tried to pick a fight with me she's out back taking care of him <laughs> <laughs> well at least you have a date Screech I got stood up <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, come on. Is that not classic or what? Like, I oh, love that.
0: It's great. And now I think we've got to reach out to Reggie and she's got to be on this show. Uh, she's quite clearly your favorite character in say by the Bell. Uh, so we need to make it happen. We have to.
1: Well, Zach's mom shows up and foils the plan. She takes away the gang's fake IDs. Um, she says, you guys should come back when you're older. But on their way out, Danielle runs into Zach, and uh, for some reason, Zach tries to play off his mom as his sister, um, and very
0: strange. Very, very strange. This is my very older but younger-looking sister. Like, what What are you doing? She's not buying this. She's at college and U- USC. You're a high school kid. Like, there's no way... She's going to buy just your aunt or something is coming from out of town and you just want to show her a good time. Something else. Zach is good at thinking on his feet, coming up with schemes, and he failed miserably there. And uh, obviously we don't see Danielle moving forward. So uh, I think it's quite clear that she didn't buy that. She knew it was his mom and she's uh, probably screamed at him on the phone. And you stupid high school kid, leave me alone. Never talk to me again. So I think that's what's going on here.
1: I feel like
0: Danielle was kind of a miss in this
1: episode. Like She's very attractive, and I could see like Zach going for this college girl. He already lied and said he went to USC, and that uh, his mother is his sister, so he's not going to get far with this. This is a fling, if anything. It's not going to be bringing her home to a dinner at his parents' house anytime soon after this. But um, I love this episode. I, I love seeing the gang out of here. We wrap up the Jeff storyline here. So this episode is an absolute hit for me, but the Danielle stuff kind of took us – you know, took a back seat to the other stuff that was going on.
0: Yeah, it did. You could tell that she was a side character. She wasn't going to continue on and save the bell. There wasn't going to be a long-term relationship here or anything building uh, with with her. Which I I kind of would have liked, honestly. Looking back at this, I mean, Kelly ending her relationship with the college guy Jeff, and then she could I. Thought it would be kind of nice for her to be in Zach's shoes completely as Zach is dating Danielle, this college girl from USC, and uh, Kelly acting like she's fine with it, even though she's not. And just kind of putting the shoe on the other foot, I thought would have been a nice touch, but uh, that's not what we got.
1: You know, and I think in some world, maybe some other parallel universe that Danielle and Jeff wound up together somewhere. Fellow, I mean, Jeff, the character went to UCLA, but in real life, Patrick Muldoon went to USC Danielle's a U.S. I mean, that, that's it's more tailor-made for each other. They're both in college. Let's just explore that relationship. Would love to have seen that develop. Uh, I think that could have been great. But we're putting a bow on this this trilogy of episodes that we call. The Jeff episodes. Patrick Muldoon, kind enough to join us for these three episodes. We've got so much more coming up. Season three, we've still got some episodes to power through before uh, hitting season four. Onward and upward we go here on the Save My Nostalgia podcast. We always appreciate you leaving us a a star rating um, on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, any way you choose to take in the show. Our website, ignitroentertainment.com, that's where you can get all of our podcasts, all of our articles, all of our content. Nostalgia, 80s, 90s, uh, pop culture, candy, movies, TV, wrestling, it's all there. Music, of course. We can't thank you enough for listening here on Save My Nostalgia. Back next time as we continue on season three of Save By the Bell.